welcome to the Doubled Up podcast, the weekly podcast talking all things trainers, sneakers, kicks, creps, whatever you call them, wherever you are in the world. My name is Scott and with me as he, well, he's not actually, um, as you guessed, it's, it's me doing it. Um, I'm doing the intro because Matthew's not here. Um, we will explain why he's not here in a second. Um, but firstly, I I welcome the guest for today. Um, he's a fine replacement, I guess, for Matthew. Um, probably someone whose opinions I may disagree with even more than Matt's, to be honest. But here we are. Um, so please welcome the baddest bitch in Barrowtown, Mr. At RJOF89. Ryan, welcome back to the podcast for what is probably the millionth time at this point. Hey, shout Ryan, the bad bitch. Hello, hello, good evening, and good morning, and good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. But yeah, um, I, I guess there's some explaining to do, really. Um, as I said, I'm doing the intro, I'm leading this today, because Matt um, isn't here. Um, a lot has kind of happened, I guess, since the last podcast, but yeah, we will start with why Matt isn't here. Um, he's had a little accident, and by little, I mean he snapped his leg in half. And I wish I was exaggerating when I say that, but genuinely, he has snapped his leg in half. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, he has. Um, <laughs> I wish that that was a different, a different tale. But yeah, the reason yeah, Matt I isn't mean, here, unfortunately, is he's had a slight climbing accident, um, and his leg appears to be in two pieces so yeah. well it's not anymore it's not anymore so as you as listeners may know uh, matt is an avid climber um as he does tell us pretty much every episode at this point um and earlier this week um yeah he was doing his normal little climb um and he fell and landed clearly quite badly because um he genuinely managed to snap his shin into two pieces um, and from what we've been told, we have no evidence of this. He could just be making this up. Um, his shin bone actually, yeah, came out through the skin um, when he landed. Um, he has now had surgery. Um, again, this is all myth. We, he, we haven't actually seen um, any videos to suggest this, but he has had surgery um, to pin it back together. So, yes, Matthew, we miss you. Um, yes, I'm sure we do send you our wishes because I'm sure... We're not sure if you'll be home by the time this airs. You could be like laying in a hospital bed listening to this, um, probably being like these fucking bastards. But yeah, that is that's genuinely what happens. So um, yeah, if you have any more questions, um, ask Matt because oh, yeah, genuinely, just quite unbelievable. He's, he was there telling everybody we're back next week. I am, um, but Matt's on the other hand. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, it could be could be an interesting time on the ward um, come Monday because Matt may be listening to this with everybody else on the ward. Yeah. Put it in the speakers, get some more listeners. Why not? Um, but yes, yes, Matthew, we will we wait for you to come back. We will wait. But um, yeah, uh, we've missed what two weeks now, um, and a lot's gone on. Um, the main reason obviously mainly it's my fault um because i got married um which yeah it was nice decent day weather was good um and many shoes on show um my wedding attire decided to be um i went with the jordan one midnight navy 
um, the co.jp pair. Now, there, there was a reason for this, um, and it leads to the pair that my now wife, which still sounds bizarre to say, I must admit, um, she wore the Jordan 1, the Co.JP Neutral Greys, or the Rocket Man, as it's Rocket more um, well-known as in many of our circles now. Which, but um, no, the, the, the Midnight Navies I picked up um, many moons ago. I know it was around Oktoberfest, because I remember going to Budley, which is near Birmingham, um, the day, the night before, again, absolutely shit-faced. Um, and <laughs> then going to pick these up the day after. And I bought, ended up buying her engagement ring at the same time as picking up the shoes. Um, so, yeah, it kind of it felt full circle. It's navy. I wore a navy suit. It worked. Um, and obviously they came as part of a pack. And the Rocket Man being a shiny shoe um, and kind of glittery and grey and nice and neutral went very well with a wedding dress, um, it turns out. So, um, yeah, we rocked those, which my parents were fucking fuming. <laughs> There's no other way of putting it. They were like, you need to wear suit shoes, um, dress shoes. And I'm yet to hear from my granddads who <laughs> of the generation that you wear black shoes with every suit. Um, unless you wear a brown suit, then you wear brown shoes. So. Oh, okay. I mean, he's going to lose his shit at my dad for wearing brown shoes with a navy suit, let alone anything else. Um, so me wearing trainers, I think, might blow his mind, but we'll, we'll wait for that. Um, but Matt wore trainers as well. He did. Um, he actually ended up rocking the New Balance 327 Casablanca. Um, Which he, um, he has destroyed, by all accounts. Apparently. Um, this is not <laughs> that bad, although... I must admit, we were all very drunk by the end of it, and um, I don't really remember. I know for a fact that Verices were absolutely batters. Um, but thank you to the good people at Jason Mark, who produced very good shoe cleaners and uh, managed to revive them quite well. So um, they're good. The only problem is, I'm pretty sure her parents got rid of the box because she got ready at her parents' house, which is where we kind of had the evening. And um, I think the box has disappeared, which... It's annoying because they're now just sat open on top of my shelving units. And nothing's <laughs> annoying. Um, they, they clearly don't understand yet. Um, yeah, although, although my obsession for shoes did end up in the parents, um, in the father of the bride's speech. Um, he described it as a passion room. Um, mine and Verity's passion room as he so, yes, raised eyebrows. That, that um, could have gone a very different way. Well, he did have to follow <laughs> it up with, by passion, I meant Scott's shoe room, um, which, fair enough. That, that It was a bizarre speech. Um, it also ended up with people, him going off on a tangent, saying that apparently you can marry your dog in some countries. Apparently that's legal. Um, fair so, enough. Yeah, it, fair it, enough. It, it went on many tangents. But, um, yes, it did get mentioned. Um, and it, Matt, <laughs> Matt being introduced to friends and family, um, obviously he was having conversations with people and I was introducing him at points, but he just kept introducing himself as Scott's shoe friend was basically how he did it. Um, and he was, and he did explain, I have a podcast with him, um, which was fine, but some of Verity's family members in particular really didn't understand. Now, Matt's attire 
he, he, <laughs> he went he went smart but you know it's a wedding some people uh, you, you, like when you go to weddings some people go like full on like all suits you know three piece the lot and then other people yeah. rock up looking like they've literally just come off the streets and <laughs> people's attire varies massively clearly um, yeah but i mean yeah most people were with the the church was fucking hot though jesus christ absolutely sweating it, by all accounts fun. it did look like you had a fantastic day for it um it the was weather good, was yeah. lovely um unfortunately i could not make it because the lovely people at um northern rail decided that they wanted more money <laughs> so basically yeah the day of traveling um all the trains to pretty much anywhere out of Barrow in Furness were cancelled, which was absolutely fantastic timing. <laughs> well, I mean, it, at least it was better than two other people that couldn't make it. Um, the reason they couldn't make it is because a lorry drove into the side of their car while they were parked. So, uh, I mean, that was a decent excuse. I mean, again, no evidence. They could have been completely bullshitting, but I'll take the word <laughs> for it. Um, I, love that I, mean... you're becoming, I love that you're becoming such a cynic. <laughs> Coming, I've always been this cynical. It's, uh, <laughs> yes, no, no, they, they, um, yeah, it was bad, but I did find it funny, as I said, Matt, Matt being introduced, and it, there was a conversation with them. We were walking around Verity's um, parents' property and kind of doing a loop from where they parked the cars back up, and we bumped into Verity's uncle, and Matt looked very suave. Um, he went with kind of a black suit, kind of a bit oversized, but in traditional Matt fashion, the ankles were out. Um, to which Verity's uncle couldn't understand. He genuinely couldn't get his head around the idea that he had his ankles out. And it, we, it bumped into him and we were like, so how do you know Scott? And he was like, well, you know, I like shoes as well. And he went, oh, he was like, all right, fine. <laughs> he just turns around and he goes, but out of interest, why are your trousers too short? <laughs> Matt was just like, well, uh, you know... And I feel like to us, it's kind of, he's just like, well, he likes his ankles out. But that is him trying to explain it to an older person. They really didn't understand. So they were like, well, I, yeah, I'll have a thing where, you know, I don't really like my ankles covered and, I, you know, got got my ankles out. And then he turned around, he goes, okay, fine, no, no, whatever. Where are your socks? Because Matt was wearing no-show socks. And it was just this, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, basically, Verity's uncle just questioning Matt's fashion choices. I said Matt looked quite smart, but it was the fact that it, Matt was like, well, no, I am wearing socks. And then he tried to explain. And then he he just turned around and went, no, 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 but where are your socks? And he was really <laughs> hung up on the fact that Matt seemingly, he was, he was wearing no-show socks, but he really couldn't get his head around the fact that he was, yeah, seemingly <laughs> ankles out, no socks. Um, yeah, I mean, we've was... said it, we've said it before. Um, Matt loves a strong ankle loves it he's got them strong ankles if there's any way that he can get them out he will get them out but obviously um, I think we spent this the other day uh, yesterday in fact strong ankles but very weak shins <laughs> incredibly <laughs> incredibly weak shins I'm so yeah, sorry Matt this is why you don't skip leg day but there we are apparently. either way but yes, but anyway, since, 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 yeah, we've kind of caught up on why Matt's not here and kind of my life goings on, but what, what's happened? What's been happening with you? What's been happening with you? It's been, a, I say it's been a little while. I can't remember how long it's been since you've been on, but 
What's happening? It ha- yeah, it has been a little while. Um, not much really. Um, just been plodding along, working. Kind of, I know we all say this, but kind of trying to be a little bit more choosy and pragmatic with trainers and things like that. Um, which is new. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. As, as it actually happened, though. Um, because I mean, Matt, Matt, Matt said this, um, and obviously not happened. I know, to be fair, we've said a lot of people have turned around and gone, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be more picky. Um, but I think it seemingly, uh, this seems to be, in particular with the patterns that have come out, because people are getting hit with you know, the import fees and stuff. A lot of people have gone, well, I may as well just pay resale. But if I pay resale, I can't buy as many pairs. So, yeah, yeah, I can see why. But people still seem to be buying a fair few. In particular, Jordans. There seem to be a lot more Jordans people are picking up. But you you haven't haven't picked up any Jordans, have you? Um, No. In fact, a couple have gone. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Which? Which? Um... (laughs) Well, I know that they kind of caused a bit of controversy. I like them. I did like them. Well, I do like them. Um, but it was just a case of um, we were a little bit strapped, as as everybody is these days with the mm-hmm. current rise in price of pretty much everything. I was uh, randomly, I was reading something the other day that apparently the price of a pint may go up to around £10. <laughs> where, where? Yes. Yes. Just in general. Um, and I was yeah. shocked by that. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah the um Topaz Jordan Foz actually left the building. Oh oh which flaky was, flaky. Yeah, I was a huge advocate for that shoe. I really liked it and I still do. But in all honesty, it was one of them things of I have a lot of suede shoes and mm-hmm. in all honesty, how often am I gonna wear it? And I think this is yeah. what we said last time when I came on and I said I'd sold the Bacons and you were both simultaneously outraged. I still am. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd forgotten was, about that, to be honest. I'd blanked it from my memory and you brought it back up. I'm sorry. Uh, but it was one of them things where, again, it, I wasn't wearing it. And mm. as much as it's nice to have these shoes to sit there and not wear them and think, oh, but it's a lovely shoe... I do wear pretty much all of my stuff. I rotate yeah. it all the time. Um, and it, yeah, it is just one of them. I thought it's probably time for them to go. Um, so they went and in the place, there's been a couple of things, but mm. that's, that's well, all I will say for now. <laughs> I, I, I've got to agree though. Like I think selling things, um, it's difficult because I'm, I'm looking at pairs and as I was waiting for you, um, you know, in your very timely manner, as always, I um, was awaiting <laughs> and I was sat kind of looking at all the shoes next to me now. And yeah, in my head was having a purge. Um, and yeah, I, I've kind of come to the conclusion and I'll say this as I, I crucified Matthew um, for this when he did it. But um, I, he sold a lot of his ZX um and it's one of those where i was looking and i was like i don't know how many of my zx i wear as much and i went through them and i was like, actually i can't the zx i've got left now i can't get rid of um and 
There are two pairs, one of which being the size ZX10,000, which I yeah pulled Matt up on. Um, so I'll take my words back because I think, and I kind of see where Matt was coming from now a bit more. Um, I very much like that shoe, but I was kind of looking and it was mainly last week we were looking at the um, sale shoes and we were kind of picking our steals of the week and everything. I was going through and looking at pairs and there was ZX in the sale. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting pair. Interesting. And there was a pair of black with orange hits. And I was like, hold up, literally add one gray panel and this is the size ZX. And I was just like, that shoe looks a bit shit. So I kind of looked at it and I was like, hmm. And I feel like Adidas has kind of now released pairs that are making me, yeah, look at the ones I've got and gone, actually, I don't think these are as special as they were. So yeah. they're probably going to leave the building. Um, potentially the Flaming Moes might leave the building. Which Whoa, no. I'm, I, am, I, I actually got them out and was like, this is a good shoe. But I don't wear them. And I don't wear them as much. And I think the problem is I keep end up reaching to other pairs. When it comes to winter, like leather, I end up picking the same pairs. Like I've got the fragment dunks down there and I was like, I don't wear these that much, but I guarantee when it gets to winter, they'll yeah, get you'll wear them. It'll yeah. be them. It'll be the shadows. It'll be my um, three black cements. That'll be it. Um, they will be worn all the time. But yeah, the, the flaming moments, I, like, I just haven't worn them. And the, my mum's got a pair. I've got a pair for my mum and she absolutely <laughs> loves them. And I was like, actually, even if, if I get rid of my pair, she's still got a pair and I can still see them every now and then. So it's not, um, they're still there. But yeah, I was just looking and there was just, yeah, multiple pairs I was looking at. I was like, mm. and you know, there's a pair that we've, I think all three of us now, me, you, Matt, have all said the same, where we're like, damn, the, you know, that, um, Air Max 95 Anatomy of Air is oh. so good. But oh. it is so good, but it's 160, 170 quid shoe. Don't have that money, like just knocking around at the moment. So if I wanted that pair, I'd have to sell pairs to get it. Yeah. Then you start and being a bit more selective, I guess. But I think this is the reality now. Um, you know what I mean? In all in all seriousness, um, this is the reality. You know what I mean? You're looking at pairs and you're looking at 160, 170 pounds upwards. Um, I mean, Jordans are just getting more and more expensive and I can't really see where or why. There's no yeah. improvement well, in quality. I mean, I, I'm saying, well, kind of, it's not in the news this week, but there was a news story that broke that the um, prices of dunks are going up. Um, yes. They're going up by, a, by what, $10 or £10? I mean, Jesus Christ, why? They were shit quality as they were. Like, how can you warrant a price increase on a terrible quality shoe like that? It's a hard one, isn't it? it, it, it it's, it, is it the success of the Panda Dunk that means that they're going, well, we're there. We can make a bit more money out of this. Is it the, materi- the cost of materials? Obviously, we know that cost of materials is going up on pretty much everything. Um but Nike, at the end of the day, the, the dunk where it was kind of sat in that bracket of affordable shoe that is really, really good. Um, and, it, you know what I mean, is leather and all these things. And it feels like they're stripping more and more away from the dunk. Mm. So it's like now it's going to be more expensive. You, more Nine times out of ten, um, especially with the SP releases, 
they're using synthetic leather, um, which is hit and miss. Sometimes it yep. feels great. Sometimes it feels like a piece of cardboard. And there's no consistency in what they're putting out, but they're more than willing to charge extra for it. Yeah, it doesn't I, make I any sense. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't quite understand it. But yeah, I think we are in a sub boat. But I mean, talking about being um, selective. Um, yes, you've picked up <laughs> since last time. Um, what what have you picked up? Which what what have we started with? Because there's not even just one. There's not even just one. Um, we spoke about two, but I've just realised there's three. Three? <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. So go, go for it. <laughs> Since I was last on, um, the first one would be the um, Travis Scott Air Trainer One. Yes, did you? I can't remember if we spoke about that last time or not because I knew you did pick that one up, but I can't remember if we've spoken about it. I think but... I think it was I was thinking about getting. I can't remember, but um, yeah, Air Trainer One in the brown colorway. I love it's it. A good shoe. I think, I think it's, it's a absolutely good brilliant. The the one thing I will say is um, the sheath. <laughs> The sheath is a brilliant idea, right? And I didn't know that it had directions on the back of how to fold it up so it slides in the tongue. Oh, okay. Which is quite clever. Yeah, um, yeah. But the sheath is a great idea. Um, I have worn the sheath a couple of times when we've been to the allotment um, just to test it out to see if it works. <laughs> I love the fact that the Air Trainer 1 is a gardening shoe. It is. It has become a gardening shoe. Um <laughs> brown come on what can possibly happen to it <laughs> but when wearing the sheath i have found that um the shoe ends up wet because what from the sheath or when it's raining because if you if you just put the sheath on and it immediately gets wet then there's a problem so if it's... Under, where the sheath tacks in on the press studs that are on the shoe yeah when you've worn it for say a couple of hours by the time you get home because obviously the toe box is perforated mm. there is moisture coming out of them holes yeah and it might be tiny but because there's oh, a so waterproof sheet yes over the top of the shoe oh, when you take it right. off it's moist and you're like wait there isn't this meant to stop this from happening and it's almost like well, no, it, it's designed to stop water getting in. Not yes. They, ah, wow! Look at that. But it doesn't let Rare any testers. Out. <laughs> <laughs> they, see, <laughs> I, to be fair, I do think this like with with like Gore-Tex shoes and stuff. It's like it's very good at letting stuff in, but getting stuff out not so much. But wow, that's um. <laughs> so you end up getting an inadvertently sweaty foot. Yes, and the, the, like I say, when you take that sheath off, the shoe, the underneath of the, the sheath is wet and the shoe is a little bit like wet on the toe box and stuff. And you're like, um, okay. The other thing, Nike and QC. Um, no. Yeah. There are some issues with mine, um, mm. which is no, it's no big deal at the end of the day, but it's tiny little things little things like there's a tiny little mark where um the the toe box is kind of joining to the side kind of mud guard mm. there's like a little mark there there's a tiny glue stain on one of the bits of the suede and um, on the edges of like the that come up the side of the shoe 
um, that kind of because it's got quite a lot of layers that kind of on the air train and that come up the side, yeah. don't they? Um, they've got like paint kind of like strokes and thingies on the very edge. You wouldn't notice it. Um, and I don't think a day to day average Joe would notice it. You know what I mean? We're not all we get our trainers out of the box and stare at them for 10 minutes. It's just those weirdos that do that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think other people would notice it, but I noticed it as soon as I got it out of the box. But other than that, it's a great shoe. It's an absolutely great shoe. I love it. I can wear it literally anytime mm. and there's no issue with it. Um, yeah. So air trainer one, number one. that's a good shoe Um, I remember when I went to go pick up the um, Air Max or as um, I've kind of been told since we're having um, Harry from Air Max 1 Ent on um, claiming it's not an Air Max Um, but yeah I remember picking that shoe up and um, seeing some people wearing the Air Trainer and picking up the Air Trainer I must admit I I did the brown one in particular I did look at it and was like that's a Good shoe. Um, weirdly, I'm I'm gravitating away from high tops. I, d- I don't know if this is like an old, like as I'm just getting older, because um, I feel like quite a few people are gravitating away from high tops. But yeah, like yep. Jordan ones, I'm I will still wear and buy, especially if it's a good one. But it's um, in particular, I do find myself preferring the low top. So I looked at the tra- air train and was like, just it's nice, but I would never wear it. So I mean, uh, even now, I'm I'm finding that I'm wearing Jordan. Jordan one highs less and less. Mm. Um, and I'm, it's kind of annoying because like the taxis, um, and I guess this kind of comes into the price thing we were just talking about. That taxi pair, I remember fondly when um, it was Mr. Foma Simpson did a review <laughs> of them um, about two, two, three years ago um, when they were rumoured and everyone was like, oh shit, early review. And he was like, the quality is next level. It's amazing. Obviously it now turns out that they were fake because they never released up until now. Um, and the review got taken down. But um, I remember seeing that review and being like, I need that shoe. I need it. There's no there's yeah. no ifs or buts. I need that shoe. But at the time, Jordans were 120 quid. Um, whereas now that shoe went at 165, something like that. And I've there have been people that have gone, yeah, I've got size 11 knocking around if you want them. Nah, I, I just can't. I can't justify a Jordan one at that price. I just can't it do it. It is steep. It is very steep now. And by all accounts, that taxi is fantastic quality. Mm. Um, but again, that is that is very steep. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's also the fact it's a high top, as we said, like that was kind of where this was going really, was the fact that it's a Greek shoe. I really wanted it. But the fact it's a high top, for some reason, I'm just not as inclined to put my money to it as much as I used to now. Um, I feel like no, I'm a man I'm... going for comfort. No, I think I'm with you a little bit there. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, second pickup um, is the New Balance 2002R. Which colourway? Uh, so it's in, I don't even know what colourway it is, but it's in like a olive kind of green. It's a nice like, colourway there. It's very nice. Um, it was random. It was really random. Um, my wife felt very sorry for me after not being able to go to Scott's wedding. <laughs> so she said, why did you get them? You really like them. They're, they're nice, and it's a shoe that you really like. So I grabbed these. Um, I thought, well, I, I could always go for another 2002R because I love my Slay Bembrys. Um, I did try a pair on, like a slate blue pair. Um, I think when it was the story of the 
pigs last time I was on. Yeah. Um, I did try them on. I thought they were great, but I thought, well, they're not the Benbury's. Um, but for like £100 on JD, can you really argue with that shoe? No. No, um, you, can't, I thought, you can't argue with that at all. Um, not in the slightest. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I did get them. Um, and then I think the first thing I did was send a picture of them to um, Ashbash Sneakers, um, who from the Half Size Up podcast. And he was like, they are absolutely stunning. He was like, it's the right colour green. They're very close yeah. to the Jowns. He was like, if I if I was not being a little bit more selective, which was hilarious to hear from Ashbash. <laughs> that, that hasn't happened. As much as he keeps saying it, it's not happening. It's not happening. He was like, no, I just can't justify it. And I went, no, 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 I get it. He went, but that is a perfect colourway. Um, and I completely agree. The silver bit on the back is a little bit shiny for my liking. Um, Matt would probably love it. <laughs> <laughs> And it's got a little hit on the front that's a little bit shiny as well. But this will be, well, I have barely taken these off since I've got them. I will I wear just, these all the time. They are, I mean, they're a lovely colorway, but not only that, they are, I mean, the 2002R is, yeah, it, it, it's a brilliant shoe. Um, you know, it's, it, it, there's there's very little to complain about with the 2002R. It's, um it's a it's a great price point it's a great shoe it's very comfortable and the colorways they've made are really good um i mean yeah. that one like you said is really nice um there's a few that you know you've got the maroon i've got the gray um the jd exclusive gray pair um yeah which is absolutely brilliant um and yeah you've got i mean i said this before like they're putting um, a lot of the Teddy Santis so-called colorways onto 574s and on other models. They're now yeah. starting to creep over onto the 2002Rs as well. So there's a Marblehead um, colorway um, that's gone onto the um, 2002R, which looks very nice as well. It's so, a beautiful colorway and is sitting on workingclassheroes.com as we speak. It's pretty much sitting everywhere. Um, nearly all of the colorways. I mean, even if you look at like, the olive pair that you've you've got, like... Yeah, they're an easy pickup. Just go on, bit bang done. I mean, size are getting loads of pairs. Um, yeah, it, 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 no. it's it's such a great easy shoe um, and comfortable. Like I say, it's going towards that comfort. comfortable, comfortable, reasonably priced, and looks fantastic. I mean, what what more could you ask for? And then exactly. third and final pickup, selective <laughs> over here. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, has just arrived literally today. Um, I would like to say a massive thank you to um, a good friend of the podcast, Mike, um, Tidy Tidy, yeah, who has plenty of socks that will match up with your <laughs> in all colours. I believe the term is shitloads of colours. Yes, <laughs> the correct marketing term. Um, I have took delivery today of the Joe Fresh Goods ninety sixties, the inside voices. The inside voices, and, and I oh, wow, am man. absolutely blown away by them. They are unbelievable in hand. And Mike said the same thing. Um, he was a bit like reluctant of letting that pair go, I think. But he, he basically said, um, "If I wasn't so into Nike and Jordan, 
I would have kept these. But yeah, I wear I... Nike and Jordan way more, so I'm going to have to let these go. And I jumped at the chance to buy these off him. Um, and I can't thank him enough because they're absolutely stunning. Uh, my wife did, did, did make a few comments when they came out of the box, I'm not going to lie. The first one being, you and bloody pink shoes. <laughs> I'm um, so amazed that you, you, we say you and pink shoes, how you don't own the greatest pink shoe ever made. In the Hanami. Ah, no, yes, that, I, I did look at these. <laughs> that, that is that is the greatest pink shoe ever made. Hands down, I have no questions. It is phenomenal. But I must admit, everybody I know that has had this shoe um, has said it is their shoe of the year. Like, it's it's been that good, which I, I'm surprised at because it's an interesting shoe. Um, it, is, it is very much... A bit of a head turner. It does look a bit odd on foot the first time you put it on, because the shape the up- is totally different. Well, the upper's beautiful. It's yeah. the midsole. The midsole <laughs> is aggressive as fuck. It is. It's very aggressive, but it's bloody comfy. I'll tell you that much. It's very, is, very comfy. Is it heavy? No, because it looks like a really heavy shoe. It looks like it would be, especially with all the added like sole like bits that come up the side and stuff like that it's it's not heavy at all um, it's obviously a bit heavier than a 2002 r because they weigh literally nothing mm. um but i would probably go out on a limb and say last year i said the shoe of the year was the silly but was it last year or was it the year before last year. i can't remember yeah, it was it was it was, <laughs> it was um, yeah so i said it was the silly Bembry 2002 r in the um, football boot colour, as Matt would like to say. <laughs> um, and I would say that, yeah, this is probably my shoe of the year this year, the Joe Fresh Goods Inside Voices 9060. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I am I am 100% um, converted to New Balance now. And it is all your fucking fault. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I won't take all the credit. Uh, me, yeah, me and Matt apologise. Um, yeah, it, the thing is now, in particular, um, it makes it much easier to look at New Balance now. I think. Um, well, let's put it this way: for retail on these was like 165 quid. Mm. Um, that's a Jordan One price yeah. now. Um, in my opinion, quality-wise, comfort-wise. Even the look, the design, everything about it, it destroyed anything from Jordan Brand this year, in my opinion. Absolutely destroyed. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess a little bit of kind of this shoe, weirdly, is meant to be kind of, uh, say, the sister to the outside clothes, the um, 990 V3 that they did. So obviously the, the kind of the blue and the brown, which a lot of people were very here hit and miss about. But interestingly, this everyone loves. So the kind of the story, I guess, is outside clothes. It's about being outside. It's about playing in the streets and whatever. The inside voices being that it's about going back inside to your childhood home. Um, and that hence why they've kind of used, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's an interesting take. And, you know, people obviously get stories from whatever, but it's hard to say. I know that they've kind of said that the, the tones used are soft tones about kind of being inside and soft and warm and all these type of things 
but the colors used on that shirt are beautiful and obviously you had the baby blue pair which are also yes. lovely but that pair in particular um end absolutely butchered their pictures on this shoe um if you are looking for good images of the shoe do not go to end because they're shit um <laughs> but the the i don't know what they did in the studio for that shoe but the the colors were not accurate in the slightest yeah um, i don't know what um I, I we spoke about this before we started obviously hitting the record button i don't know what end do in the studio mm. uh, when it comes to taking product photographs because sometimes it's perfect and the colors bang on and, and it looks exactly like it should and then yeah. sometimes you get the shoe and you go, this looks nothing like the image that's on your website. Like yeah. The colour's completely different. Um, I'm not too sure how that's happening or why it's happening, but... Um, mm. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it Someone, someone's doing something wrong at the um, the promotional shoots. <laughs> oh, yes. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, so have you got I, anything? I, that's, that's, so that's your three. Yeah, I do have one, um, which... Worked out as essentially being a free pair of shoes. Um, thank you to the good people of ASOS um, and the parents at my school who gave me a voucher, um, which works. But yeah, I have picked up another 574. Um, Mr. 574's back with more pairs. But um, after raving and going on about how good the legacy um, pairs were that they obviously were um, raffling, etc. Um, when the opportunity to pick up a pair came up, I couldn't pass it up. So um, they had some on ASOS, which were bizarre. They had they only, they only had the navy pair and they had um, a grey pair, which is the pair that I managed to get. The grey pair, I had to double check, triple check everywhere, every image of every other legacy shoe, just to ensure that it was a legacy version because that shoe didn't exist um, up until about yesterday when other places started putting the raffles up. Um, oh wow! But I, they had um, a thing on which was like they had a sale on everything on ASOS, and then if you put in a code, you got up to thirty percent off. To which I got thirty percent off, and then I had a voucher. So in total, these cost me a grand total of ten pounds, um, which is delightful. Um, and tenor. yeah, I must a tenner, a tenner. They cost me in total, and I must admit, can't complain. Can't complain with them at all. They are absolutely phenomenal. Um, I will say, and I said this in our group chat, they need to cancel all of the 574s that they are making, whether it be classic, whether it be sports, don't care, only make legacy models from now on. Because this shoe, quality-wise, is phenomenal. The suede on it is, it's, it's that really nice, really brushable, so it changes colour when you rub your finger over it, which I really oh, like. Oh, that's what you want. Um, that's what you want. That's the best kind of suede. <laughs> it's amazing. The, the shape on it as well, like, in comparison to the Joe Fresh Goods, I think I sent a picture through. The Joe Fresh Goods is using one of the, the classic models, which is, it's not bad and it's very comfortable, but the shape on this is phenomenal. Um, and the quality that is on here, nice sail laces to contrast the grey, they are just, if I can find any of the other legacy models in any other product, like at a low price, I mean, especially for a tenner, um, I'll be picking them up. They are just, this shoe is beautiful. Like the quality of it is, I just can't, I genuinely can't get over that, you know, yes, it's a hundred pound retail, but this is rivaling any, people are going mad for 2002 hours, et cetera. 
it rivals anything like that. Um, and people will, as Matt said, people will look down on it because it's a 574. This legacy model is, I am amazed that people aren't looking at this shoe more um, because you can pick it up pretty much anywhere. And like I say, with places like ASOS, it's on sale, like all the time. It, it's You get it discounted immediately um which is crazy because like you say these legacy models are the 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 higher end of the 574 you would assume that they'd be a lot more limited but the the pretty much readily available on all websites and i think it is the, the the fact that it's a 574 that puts people off but the level of quality it's the shape uh the the shape on this is so much better than the other pairs um, and it, it's yeah, noticeable as well. Looking at it. I know you sent a message through to our group chat the other day that basically said, I've got these and I genuinely now want the, the Bodega version because obviously that's a yeah. legacy model as well. And knowing that they've took time with the shape and the materials used and things like that, it's just... I, I don't get how you can buy a shoe like that for a hundred pound. I know you've only paid a tenner, but <laughs> that's impressive. Wow. Um, but for a hundred pound, you can get a shoe that's got that good quality materials. That's got a, a big history behind it. And then you have Jordan brand charging. What? 140 are they charging now for um, OG laws? Something like that. And it's like, I get it. But are you telling me that that's got more quality in its um, materials and stuff than that 574? I would strongly say no. I would strongly say that the the 574 has much better materials. And there's, there's probably a little bit more to that shoe than just here's another colorway that we've slapped on an OG Jordan law. Yeah, I, 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 I'm... I find it hard to kind of, yeah, get my head around, to be honest. Um, the Navy pair is the pair that I really like the look of, um, but I've got the Navy protection pack, and I was like, I don't really need another Navy suede shoe. So I don't actually have any grey shoes, suede, anyway. Um, so <laughs> but you pointed nice, it out. Easy pickup. You pointed it out. Um, the maroon pair is absolutely gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. That um, colour is beautiful. Yeah, there's a sail pair, which is lovely. Um yeah, just it, it's so I'm, I'm amazed that they didn't do the Joe Fresh Goods on a legacy model, to be honest. Um, because that shoe, if they'd have done the Joe Fresh Goods on a legacy model, it would be a contender for shoe of the year. I, yeah. I have no question of that because of the price, the quality like the, the Joe Fresh Goods is a really good quality shoe. Um, but the shape of it really lets it down, it's not a great shape at all. Um, still a nice shoe, but it's not great. But this is, yeah, legacy models, that's the way forward. Scrap everything else. That's it going forward. Um, I'm interested though, like because obviously, say we've spoken quite a lot about New Balance already, but there's a lot of these 1906 R's coming out. There's a lot of them. What do you reckon? Next big one or flash in a pan, gone to shit? It's it's interesting. I kind of like the look of that uh, 1906 R. I kind of like the look of it, especially the black one with like the sailish midsole. Mm. Um, I think it looks kind of good. I know. There's a lot I think of colorways I... though. I, I mean, we, it's, I don't think it's even been released properly yet. And already we've got about 30 colorways, a size collaboration, yeah. a protection pack already. I mean, yeah. fucking hell. 
it's it's interesting, but I think New Balance at the minute, when it comes to something new, they're going to chuck the kitchen sink at it because, mm. you know what I mean, 2002 yeah, are, look at the success of the 2002 are after literally chucking the kitchen sink at it and going, right, mm. give it to that person, give it to that person, we'll release loads of really good GR versions um, and it's it's doing unbelievably well. Any website it goes on, it sells out pretty much mm. unless it's like a basic GR version. Um, even the 550s, the 550s, um, insane. You know what I mean? I walk down the street now and I see plenty of people wearing them, yeah. which I didn't think would happen, especially in, you know what I mean? I live in quite a small town um, and it's mainly... Back 90- <laughs> of nowhere is the official description. Yeah, all right, all right. Um, it's mainly, you know what I mean? People who are walking around wearing 95s and 90s and stuff like that. You'll get the few Jordan heads and things like that. But I'm seeing more and more people wearing New Balance, mm. um, which yeah. I didn't think was the case. Um, to quote Matt, um, I think that's it with pickups, isn't it? It is. That is uh, that is all the pickups, and it, we kind of yeah, we're we're going to move over to uh, some questions. I say some questions. It, it, we're going to kind of change change it up a bit with questions, kind of going forward, because um, we we love having all the questions, but we we want to spend a bit more time going into them rather than that. So we're kind of going to look at one maybe two kind of questions going forward, but this is one from last week um, that, um, yeah, we've been handed. So um, we're going to go into question time. Um, this question came from BW dot underscore dot creative, um, who is Ben Wally, um, previous guest of the podcast. He's just changed his name for uh, business purposes, I believe. Um, but he asked the question, where is the sneaker industry heading in 10 years time? Specifically, to do with inflation now there's a lot to unpack here and i think we've kind of touched upon it as we've spoken um but yeah in terms of where it's going in 10 years time i mean do you have any ideas where you think where you can see things going i mean like i say he's specifically gone inflation but if you've got any other ideas like i mean it is it is going to be difficult i think going forward because obviously as we are all aware um, everything is going to cost more everything um, that's a given. Uh, but just, no, buy a new kettle and all your problems will be solved. Don't be worried. <laughs> buy a new kettle, everybody, and that's it. You're good. Um, you can buy as many pairs as you want. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I think within the next couple of years, we are going to be struggling um, as, as just a country. And um, when it comes to the, the, the rising cost of pretty much everything, mm-hmm. um, from a loaf of bread to trainers. You know what I mean? Literally everything is going to cost more. It is going to be worrying. Um, I think we're going to see more and more companies use innovative materials. Mm. Um, I, I think we've, we're starting to go down that route a little bit with the sustainability kind of things, but more needs to be done. You know what I mean? I know you touched on it a little bit, the dispatches program that um, King of Trainers was on. Um, there was yeah. a few others um, that were on there as well from like the community kind of thing. Um, and they kind of touched on it that, you know what I mean? Adidas and Parley isn't quite what it seems. Mm. Um, and there's that seems to be quite a trend with all of the companies that are doing pushing sustainability. Like I know you have talked in the past about the percentage of night grind, which is actually trainers. Yeah. It's, it's very low. It's, yeah, it's more... Anything waste plastic and rubber from um industry yeah which 
it feels like we're being sold a bit of a lie mm. with these with these sustainable trainers because it's that thing of oh well you can break down the trainer and da, 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 da. and when you come to it you've really only got a very minimal amount of mm. that actually being recycled over and over again yeah and um, there is the Adidas shoe where they say they can completely recycle everything on it isn't there yeah, um, the um, I can't remember what it's called. The loop. I can't remember the future, full name of it. But yes, fu- the future. Yeah, was it the future? Futurecraft loop. Future. Yeah, that was it. Um, but they're completely recycled. They just can like take them yeah. down. I think sustainability is going to be a big one. Um, but I think, in all honesty, we are going to see. I know we touched on this in our group chat. We are going to see more and more people moving away from like having to have every single release. It's not feasible. Looking at more things that have dropped into sales, things that they've missed, things that they probably wouldn't have normally looked at because in reality, we can't, it's not sustainable to buy a 165 pound shoe every month. It's not sustainable to to go above that. Even when you're looking at Jordan 4s, for instance, you know what I mean? 180 quid. 190 in some cases and and that's just not feasible and the the thing is as well is if you're paying that amount of money you're going to want quality and as much as i love nike you're not getting that quality whereas i think you're getting more i mean playing devil's advocate but i think you're getting more so now um the air maxes have been better quality the jordans i mean yes still 165 quid, whatever, but the, the quality of like the taxis, the neutral greys that have just come out, I can't remember what they called them, etc. They've been better quality, but it's whether they still justify, like we were complaining about quality when they were 120 quid, let alone when they're 165. Yeah. Um, but price-wise, I can't, I find it hard. I still see people buying lots of shoes and stuff and, you know, everybody's in different situations and you can't kind of judge based on anything that you know, but it is it's getting to a point where prices are going to get higher and higher and higher and the price of everything's going up. And I don't, in the sneaker industry, people are still going to buy because people enjoy it. There's a passion there um, to a degree. People are addicted. Um, but I, th- I think people are really going to have to start um, unless things change as kind of a wider society thing. But the, the companies are going to have to start looking at ways of innovation. Yes. For many reasons, whether it be kind of environmental impacts, all that type of thing, but also finding ways to make shoes at a cheaper price that are still desirable because it's not doable. I think new balance are one of the better ones. I said, they're still creating shoes, 2002 R's 1906s um, that are, of a, I mean, 574, like I said, with this whole new legacy thing, like, again, it, they are good quality shoes at a lower price that still look very premium and still are seemingly desirable to a degree. But it, Jordan in particular, like, I don't, I, I don't know how that, I think people will keep buying it because it's Jordan, but Pete, yeah. it's got to get to a point where something's going to have to break and it's either going to be the consumer or the company because the consumers are eventually going to go, well, I can't afford this at all and stop buying to the degree that they are. Or the companies are going to go, well, you know, costs are going up. We can't justifiably charge £200 for a Jordan 1. We need to, because in comparison, like if, if say a Jordan 1 gets to 200 quid, you're going to be looking at a Jordan 4 like 250, yep. really. 
and eventually somebody somewhere has got to go, well, we can't charge that. We've got to figure out a way to lower costs somehow. Like some, something's going to have to give somewhere before we get to that point. But yeah, there's, there's certainly a lot, I think, like I say, in terms of inflation, um, it's very tricky because people's bank accounts are, yeah. I, I mean, I think I look at it and I know people that they create mad amounts, but I even think like in terms of like seeding lists and people getting free pairs, that will reduce like depending on the pairs because it's an added cost and it's the cost yeah. that you know that cost then floats over to other things that then impacts the consumer so yeah 10 years who knows in 10 years a lot can change in the immediate future i think i can't see it getting better anytime soon i must admit um no not kind of getting political on this this isn't a political podcast but it, it it's it's very difficult to see how things are going to improve globally. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be a, a, an interesting kind of... Say if, we re- <laughs> say if we revisited this in 10 years' time and kind of gone, this is what we thought and mm. where we are right now. In all honesty, I'm going to throw it out there and just say it now. New Balance in 10 years' time, if they are going the way they are going, will be way over Jordan Brand. Vocal. Vocal. Way um, over I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree, but I think Jordan is is such a heavyweight, and it it's got that history. In ten years, New Balance will then have that history. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting. I can't see any. It'll be between those two, realistically. Be, I can't yeah. see anything yeah. else, unless um, unless Adidas sign bring Jordan back um, into basketball and sign him <laughs> there is that there is that I can't see Adidas ever getting there um, you, never but, know. Yeah. you never know you never know you never know we're going to move on to the first segment this is what normally happens to be fair Matt will be count- looking at the clock as he's literally listening to this and being like eh, get into 50 minutes they haven't moved on to the first segment yet but here we are we are at 50 50- <laughs> 55 minutes roughly and we're moving on to shoes round so i will pass over to me for shoes round yes me for shoes rounds um we're still moving studio because matt insists i've had to move my chair and move room um but we've got a couple of new stories um one um that i'm actually quite sad that matt isn't here for um because it's a lawsuit and it's the conclusion of a lawsuit john geiger and nike have finally come to a conclusion and a settlement regarding their lawsuits now there's been a lot going on with this Um, we've covered it multiple times on this segment of the show Um, essentially it was a year-long battle between geiger and nike um, having settled, um, they've now settled their trademark infringement lawsuit. Um, Geiger put a post out on his Instagram kind of stating what had happened. Well, um, the lawsuit was originally because Nike deems their intellectual property rights um, had been infringed with the Air Force One trade dress being kind of copied essentially by Geiger for his GF-01. Um, I mean, if you see the GF-01, it is an Air Force One. There's no doubts about it. But Geiger has gone into considerable depth as to how his GFO one is completely different to the Air Force One. Um, the conclusion to the lawsuit is that Geiger is going to adjust his shoe more. That's 
basically what he's agreed. Um, I mean, this this lawsuit has been interesting. There's been times when Geiger at one point created NFTs of some of the documents from his lawsuit um, to which he sold. Like, it, it's been very interesting. I mean, for most people, they look at this shoe and they go, well, it's, it's an Air Force One. I don't understand what the issue is. But no, um, basically the agreement is, I'm going to change my shoe a little bit more. And Nike went, cool. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Like it's taken a year to come to that conclusion. Um, I feel like at some point Nike just went, he's not giving up, and Geiger's just gone, like, what what do you want? And that's what they've agreed to, basically. <laughs> it is interesting, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, um it is a very similar design. No <laughs> one <laughs> it's an Air Force One with a sperm on the side. Yes, it's incredibly similar. <laughs> It is it's basically the same shoe. And it, he has got some balls to turn around and kind of say to Nike, no, 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 this is completely different. Um, it takes some balls, that, to be like, I've basically ripped off your idea, but no, it's not. It's not the same idea. It's completely different, look. Um, but it was bound to end in some sort of, if you change this or change that, will be good. Yeah. Um, I want to know what changes he's going to make. It's going to be minimal. It's going to be minimal. Turns into a dunk. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm very intrigued as to what it's going to be, I must admit, but yeah. But I just, I feel like this, this news story, this saga between the two of them, it's been pretty much the full year, hasn't it? Yeah. So far. So yeah, it's, it's mad that it's gone on this long. You would assume that they'd have figured this out and that Knight would have said, yeah, right, at the end of the day, you have took the piss a bit, but if you change this or you change that, we can we can let it's it go. It's that simple. It's that simple. Um, but I feel like, as Matt would say, um, Nike just really like to sue anybody at the moment. Yeah. Um, there, has to, yeah. there can be no rhyme or reason for it either. It's just, um, you, we're going to sue yeah. you today. <laughs> I mean, to be fair... I do look at it and go, I can kind of see why they were suing him. Like, it, it, it's very similar. It, it's almost identical. Um, but as we said, there are multiple <laughs> shoes that multiple brands, companies that are doing the same um, for yeah. theirs and they haven't been questioned. But yes, Geiger didn't back down and um, clearly has, I say kind of won, but we'll see. It depends how drastic these changes are, but to a degree. I mean, um, fair play. I mean, to stand up to a company like Nike and the might that they do have. <laughs> um, fair play. Fair play for standing your ground, Mr. Geiger. Fair play. Yeah, <laughs> um, indeed. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll go from one lawsuit to what um, could potentially be a lawsuit, but I doubt it actually will be because the guy's nuts. Kanye West, um, he's in the news again. Um, I thought this was quite a nice one, seeing as you're such a Kanye fanboy. It's not even, I, I keep calling Kanye. It's not his name technically anymore, is it? It's just ye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, um, he's gotten into another argument, um, this time with Gap. Um, and I mean, I, I don't really understand how, because um, he was in partnership um, with Gap. He, he kind of had the Yeezy Gap um, engineered by Balenciaga collection, which I don't know if you saw, he was getting people to literally shop out of bin liners in the middle of the store for this the creative genius or actual actual bins 
and then he had black um like one ton bags that you'd get yeah. from um say like brew you know what I mean <laughs> like it's Travis just... Perkins and <laughs> they're just full of hoodies and t-shirts yeah, you're like I know um... <laughs> but yeah basically in a yeah so Gap have then um created um a children's t-shirt design it's not even adults it's just a children's t-shirt design it's a children's oversized t-shirt with the Gap logo on it, you know, like all of their clothing has previously, but it's now tonal. And Ye has gone, fucking copied me, haven't they? And, it, like, I don't understand. And he's now claiming that um, Gap cancelled a photo shoot with his children without him them letting him know. The man's a nutter. Like, I don't understand how anybody works with him at this point, because you know that he's basically going to turn around and cause carnage. He, like, you could do everything you wanted, anything he wanted, and somehow he would pick something to go off on one about. I just... I don't... I mean, you're, you are a... Yeah, you're a big fan of his. Um, surely at this point you go, fucking madman. I, I, yeah. I mean, it, but I've, I've known from day one that Kanye is completely and utterly unhinged. <laughs> that's part of the, the genius of Kanye West um, he is he is very much out there and I think these kind of outbursts that he keeps having at companies and the way that they are trying to copy him I mean a couple of weeks ago it was Adidas yeah with the slide um, you create a shoe in brown and he's like it's mine like <laughs> <laughs> is it an earthy tone you must have ripped off Kanye West. Oh, no logo. <laughs> oh, oh, give me my money. He's the thing is with Kanye is he's very opinionated, as we all know. Um, and when it comes to things like this, if he feels he's been slighted in any way or his nose has been pushed out a joint, he is going to let you know. And he is going to let you know in a way that you ain't going to fucking like. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't, it's no way you don't like. He just, he just gets into arguments. Like with people that pay him money and he's just like, no, um, it's just, yeah. it's ridiculous. It really is. I, but, I um, yeah. yeah, I used to get a lot of stick. I used to get a lot of stick for Kanye and I still do. Um, because he's a, he's a crazy person at the end of the day. <laughs> But people yes. used to always say the same thing. How can you say that this is the kind of publicity he wants? And I would say the same thing always. To Kanye West, all publicity is good publicity. If you are talking about him, that's what he wants. So if he goes off on Instagram and says that they've copied his fucking design, we're all talking about it. That's what he wants. I guess. I guess. It makes, I... It's, it's a form of relevancy for him to keep himself relevant to make sure he's in that conversation is right. Well, I can just turn up and say they've ripped me off on something mm. or I can go off on the fact that this fashion brand didn't do this when I asked them something like that. And it, it is a case of it's to keep his name there. It's to keep us talking about Kanye. Um, no, it's I mean, not positive shoes... now though, is it? Like no, it's the not. shoes it's he's not. making and everything is just, nobody is, he hasn't created I say, obviously, his Yeezy stuff has been good, but he hasn't created a new shoe model that has people have gone nuts for in a while. Like, something completely different. I mean, the Alien, the 380, it's probably the last one that everyone was like, oh, that's, that's 
it's different but good now people he's creating stuff that is just mental um and i mean the whole balenciaga bin bag stuff like again i i get it to a degree like creative and you know he's he's always gone for that kind of like homeless jesus chic with his yeezy stuff um but i don't now it's it's a bit it's becoming more negative than positive because it's it's constant as well it's like adidas he's going in on adidas he's going in on gap and it's like all these people have been have kind of given you the platform to create what you have now like without adidas without gap no one would be talking about his clothing line nobody would be talking about the shoes that he's making to as much same with nike like you know he needs these companies to be able to facilitate his vision so to speak and the fact that he keeps kind of you know biting his tongue to spite his face kind of thing um is i i think it's dangerous for him to a degree i think it is dangerous but then i think you've touched on it in previous episodes it's dangerous but at the same in the same sentence what can adidas do to fucking stop him nothing mm. Without him, yeah. we've got literally nothing. Um, so it's kind of like, what? What do we do? Do we do we rein him in? I mean, obviously, I, I will. I will argue for Adidas. Um, but as much as yeah, I do agree. Obviously, Yeezy is the hype machine for Adidas. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't really know what you do. I think it gets to a point where you do have to turn around and go. You know what? Now, and as I said, I, I'm interested to see. Um, obviously nobody particularly knows the ins and outs of it, but to how much of a degree, you know, Adidas owns the silhouettes that are being made for Yeezy, etc. Is it Kanye walk, when he walks, he walks with those or can Adidas keep going with it? I don't know. Um, I must yes. admit I was looking and there are some shoes Adidas um, ZX 22, I think it's called my God. It is literally a wave runner. Like it's just a, a wave runner. There's it, it's no, that they are <laughs> at this point they are deliberately copying um there's no question about it yeah but it's yeah at some point again but it's it's different isn't it it's different because kanye has yeezy and yeezy's his thing whereas teddy santis at new balance that's a completely different role that's that's like almost a creative director and that's where when you where the example of what you're saying where you're seeing his colorways ending up on a 574 or a 2002 R that's the thing of that's a creative director that's saying mm. I've created these colorways for my special Teddy Santa's shoes mm. you can use them by all means on any of your GRs that you want to release because what I create for the brand betters the brand whereas yeah. Kanye goes this is my design it's Yeezy yeah. You can't touch it. Yeah, New, New Balance collaborators seem to have a lot more good faith. Yeah, and the tra- in all honesty, it seems like they treat a lot better. <laughs> that's that's um, that's another conversation right there. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, it really, really is. I think on on that note, though, um, yes, I think that is the news, um, and we we will yes. end it there. That is, in fact, all of the news for this week. On that note, I will be passing over this time to Ryan. And this is the first time that someone else has done 
No, it's not actually. Calf did do a double up, double down for us once. Yeah, I was about to yeah, say this Calf is this was about to be the first time, but yes, no. Um, Ryan is going to be doing our double up, double down for this week. Um, double up, double down, where we look at um, the upcoming releases for the future, um, the relevant future. We this whole next week is becoming incredibly difficult, so we will have release dates, etc. But <laughs> release dates are changing so much that we've me and Matt have come to a decision that we're kind of going to look to the very near future rather than it be specifically for next week because it's just it's becoming too difficult um but yes ryan is taking double up double down this week um so on that note i'll pass over to ryan for double up double down thank you very much scott um so a bit interesting, me taking double up, double down, something a bit different for you. Uh, but as Scott said, the release dates are changing on a daily basis. I mean, I looked at the double up yesterday that I was going to pick, and I'm looking at it today, and it's a different date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a sim- it can change literally at the click of a finger, and at the minute it feels like there's an offspring post every other day that says, oh, by the way, we are getting this shoe, but it's not releasing when we thought. <laughs> and you're like oh okay fantastic uh, but the double up for me this week whether it releases this week or next week is probably one of the most influential Jordan 3s of all time in my opinion um, it is the Fire Red Jordan 3 OG uh, absolutely stunningly beautiful shoe um, I have been a huge fan of Fire Red John 3s. Um, a friend of mine um, had the old school version. The Safari's a lot darker on the last version, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, he had that version, I think the one before that as well. Um, and he used to love them. And it was always that shoe that you'd go in and it'd be there in the hallway and I'd be like, oh, that's bloody beautiful. It's, it's really nice. Um, so... When this came up and it's got the Nike Air on the back as well, um, I was like, yeah, this is this is a hundred percent me. Um, I think you said the same. <laughs> yeah, the, the I, thing, yeah. I do believe as well, Matt said the same. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt was a fan of this as well. It, it, it's a beautiful shoe. Um, I've only known one person that isn't a fan of this. Um really. Mr. Fabio, Mr. FD from the future, not a fan. Um, very, oh. very much a uh, yeah believes that they they don't really live up to the hype as much. And I must say, I I think this is the best um, version of this shoe that they have made since probably the originals. Um, they look amazing. All of the reviews are saying the quality is amazing. Price hasn't really moved up much either, um, which is very nice. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a great shoe. Um, the colorway is lovely. I think I'm a big fan of it. Um, I don't know. There's something about the three though, that I'm, I'm just not as enjoying as much. I don't know why. I feel like they've done so many really bad colorways on this shoe that it's kind of warping my perception slightly. Um, this colorway, obviously the red is beautiful. Um, but like they did the Cardinals, which look yeah, J- JD exclusives. Um, and they then, cheapened that cardinal, didn't they? The yellow yeah. was great. Um, um, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I really like the shoe. I think it's amazing. Unfortunately, it's £180 that I don't currently have. 
Yeah, this is so, the issue. It, it's and, 180 and pounds, which is just the thing ridiculous. Is, it, it's expected. It is expected. Like when that shoe was released, like when it, when we knew it was coming, I knew 100% it's going to be 180 pounds. And yeah. there is there is a part of me that should have been a lot smarter and gone, I'm going to save some pennies for this shoe. Um, unfortunately, that's very difficult when there's so many other good things coming out. Um, as I said, I am selling some pairs, so maybe I might be able to cobble together um, enough to nab them. Um, but yeah, it, to me, it's a great shoe. It's one of the best threes to be coming out in recent times. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. There are there's no sort of differences um, from the original versions and the older versions that have been retroed, obviously. There are subtle differences. Obviously, you have a much lighter Safari print on this one. Normally, it's been a lot darker mm. uh, in the past. You don't have any kind of black accents on this one either, which in the past you have had. Um, there has been a few black accents underneath the red, like um, mudguard counters and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so it is a little more stripped back. It is just red, white, and obviously Safari grey. But as we know, the Jordan 3 quality-wise is always absolutely yeah. top-notch. Spot on. It's absolutely spot on. There's no question um, with that. Um, and in terms of longevity and stuff, yeah, it, the 3 is a brilliant model. I mean, they, they, there was no real other choice for a double up this week. That That, that is... The no. best shoe um, coming out. Um, it's absolutely that we know stunning. Of, so um, it is beautiful. Yeah, I fully agree with that pick. Fully agree. Oh, there we go. As Matt, Matt would be very, very happy that we're in agreement. <laughs> we know he likes agreement. Um, so, second up is the double down. The double down this week is hideous. so the double down this week um i'm probably gonna absolutely slaughter this name uh but it's the adidas superstar yanwe mate in silver (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't seen this shoe it is basically a silver superstar and the best way of explaining this is that it is a famous restaurant in Shanghai. And um, so basically, I'm going to go down the idea of, uh, going to go down the idea, going to go with that this is all inspired from things within the restaurant, um, which I get, but in all honesty, this is not a good looking shoe. Um, I, I, I get it. I get these collabs with restaurants. I get the idea that, you know what I mean? You can do something a little bit different and you can push the envelope a little bit. The perfect example of that would be the Street Hawkers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. They've, they've missed the mark here, if you ask me. Um, but it's a silver Adidas shoe, so Matt will probably bloody love it. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a silver superstar. Um, I mean, the, the medial side is... Um, yeah, kind of one material, the kind of shiny material on the lap side being kind of a different, um, what looks like kind of, I don't know, kind of canvasy type. Um, yeah, I, I've got a few gripes with this. I've got a few gripes with Adidas at the moment as a whole, to be honest. I'm sure Matt will enjoy me going on a bit of a rant, but here we go. Um, yeah, so this is, the whole shoe is part of an Adilicious campaign um, where basically what they're doing is it's a series of shoes looking at some of their most iconic models 
and it's being reimagined by 11 different food outlets from around the world. Um, so this is part of an 11 shoe pack. The only one we've seen so far, I believe, is the ZX um, 8000, um, the 027, which is a restaurant in Berlin. I mean, yeah, there's 11 shoes here. You've got forum highs, you've got forum lows, superstars. Um, I think that's it. And ZX 8000. Um, some of them look fantastic. Um, some of them look shit. The ZX8000, boring white shoe, awful. Um, the London, the um, the Trap Kitchen pair, it look, it, it's a red and white and kind of silvery form, not too bad. I don't understand why they're doing this. The stories behind it are poorly marketed. I don't understand, like, the the the. the the, the, the information behind each release has been so poor. You've literally gone down that route and it's like, I'm assuming it's from inside the kitchen. I Yeah, I assume so. I don't know. Um, There's no explanation for what they've actually no. put on the shoe. It, it's very bizarre. Um, I mean, supposedly it's, yeah, they've kind of said that the restaurants have retained their status throughout um, the pandemic um, and they're now combined kind of community hubs rather than just restaurants. They're all telling their own unique story. Again, what those stories are, um, it just says each release comes with a detachable keychain and a custom designed sock liner. Um, that's kind of it. This isn't the, I mean, Adidas are doing this with this, but they're doing it with a lot of things. Um, I mean, for example, the um, Adidas State Series, looking at terrace shoes, um, they've got the Nevada. Um, which is a absolutely lovely size exclusive state series shoe. Little did I know that they'd released um, the Bluegrass, um, which was a state series shoe, the Lone Star, which is a Texas state series shoe, which is coming out. Um, there's also the Buckeye, which is another state series shoe. All of these shoes are have released and are readily available for the big state series. And no one ever knew they dropped. Oh, it's the same with this. It's literally like, I, there's so little information it could be a big deal they could have made something really good of this and they've just oh. yeah it's just gone to shit i don't understand um these shoes are some of them look really nice there's a couple of superstars there that look fantastic but i have absolutely no recollection absolutely no reason to want this shoe or anything i mean the superstar the dubai ravi superstar looks absolutely beautiful sail and green oh um what that shoe represents no fucking clue um but as a whole <laughs> yeah, this is I the did. thing it's it's basically giving you a pretty good idea but there's no context no there's zero context there's no explanation behind it there's no, even when you go on adidas's website and look at the shoe they tell you that this is a restaurant in shanghai and that's yeah. about it that's the yeah. only information. There's no inspiration. There's no why they've done a silver shoe. There's no, there's no reasoning behind it. <laughs> and so. I think for me, that's not only is it not particularly a great looking shoe, but that's another reason why it's a double down for me because it's, there's, there's, no, there's no explanation behind it. No, but this is the thing. And as I said, like it's not even just this. Like I say, State Series, uh, I, the Nevada is absolutely fantastic. But then... I was literally just on ASOS, obviously looking at the legacies and this bluegrass shoe came up and I was like, I thought the state series was size exclusives. No, 
they've released three other pairs that you got no clue about. Um, so I'm, yes. yeah, Adid- I think this is an Adidas thing at the moment. Um, I'm not. I don't know what they're doing marketing promotion wise. I'm very lost. Um, very lost indeed. So yes, confused. Um, so yes, I fully agree. It's a shit shoe, and the promotion and marketing of it has been absolutely terrible as well. So yeah, I fully agree on that double down hundred percent. I'll take that. I'll take that. (laughs) And the third is obviously the sleeper, something that's going to go a little bit under the radar as has been the norm for you guys. Lost amongst the hype. That's it. That's the phrase. Lost amongst the hype. There you go. So lost amongst the hype because we've got some pretty big, releases coming in this month um, one of which being the double up that we've already picked um, but the sleeper for me this week, it may not release this week it may be next week <laughs> is the Nike Air Max it could be any time uh, is the Nike Air Max Penny 1 in the white colourway that they're bringing out um, it's absolutely beautiful um, if you ask me, I've loved the pennies Um for a long time i think they're a proper nice shoe um, and there's something a little bit different Um, they're kind of like a mix between like a performance and a lifestyle shoe because you've got that kind of you can wear that on the court quite easily and perform really well in it and you could walk down the road in that shoe and it would probably break some necks Um, i love the, the little um the electric like kind of thingy the spiral through the the swoosh and mm. um, I'm loving the, yeah, like, the, the different colours of like white and off-white and like bone white on the midsole, the suede on the, the mudguard on the front. I just think it's a beautiful shoe. I really do. Um, it's nice to see the pennies come back. Uh, I know people have been waiting a long, long time. But the reason that I wanted to put this as the sleeper is because you've got quite a lot of Jordan heavy hitters coming out um, mm. and quite a lot of... Nike releases that are going to be pushed more to the forefront. I think in America, these will be pushed more to the forefront. Mm. But in the UK, maybe not as much. Um, Just because obviously the basketball scene in America is much larger and Penny did what he did. You know what I mean? It was it was a huge shoe when it originally came out. Um, and the, 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 the Herald did as grills. You know what I mean? If you've got an original Penny one, that's, that is a grill right there. And mm. um, but yeah, what do you think? I think it's a, a stunning shoe. I must admit, it's, it's not a bad looking shoe. Um, the only thing for me is it, it, it looks too much like a sportswear shoe, in my opinion. Um, I yeah. think it's too, it's a bit like um, rocking like a Kobe or a Kyrie. Like they're really nice shoes, um, but I think they're a bit too, they look like they should be on the court more than they should be in the streets. Um yeah, I, I can think, I can see. I think that's that's my issue. Like, it's more it's not as bad as some of the others I mentioned, I guess, but it's definitely there. And I think, yeah, it's not it's not for me. Like, it's a nice shoe, but it's not a shoe that I would pick up. One hundred and sixty five quid. Yeah, I'd probably expect that. Um, around, I that didn't think that was it. too bad. I think it's too bad. Can... No. Um, looks yeah decent materials etc etc so I mean I think for people that there are a lot of people that very much like this shoe um, and yeah like I say yeah. if you're a penny fan this colorway is very very nice um, like I say it looks like with the nice leathers 
Um, the suede looks brilliant. Yeah, I think, yeah, if you're, a, especially if you're a fan of a penny, um, brilliant. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, I can, I can get there. I can get behind that one. That's not too bad. That's not too oh, bad. So that's, that's, that's kind of what I was after. And I'm, I'm going to throw a random one out there as well. Oh God, come on. So it's not a shoe, but I am going to say I have a double up um, for any form of clothing as well. Um, oh, and it's okay. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, the double up for my clothing pick, which is a random one and brand new, is anything from the latest sneakers and recreation drop, the greatest of all time, with in collaboration with created by Kate Kate Burton. Um, yeah. It looks absolutely fantastic. The the t shirt that she's done with Kobe and Jordan on, and like the mixing of the numbers on the back and stuff like that. Yeah, it looks absolutely fantastic. So. I think it's due to drop today or tomorrow, and that's when we're recording the podcast, so it should be out by then. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but yeah, yeah. Head yeah, over I mean, to sneakers and recreation and grab one of them um, t-shirts because they look amazing. Hundred percent sneakers and recreation, great stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, create by Kate, amazing designs. So yes, go over there for some clothing and. As always, he's already had one mention today, but Mike, <laughs> Mr. Tidy Tie-Dye, if you want any socks to go with any of the shoes mentioned today, he has a shitload. Um, so yes, go and have a look and um, any shoes if you really want some shoes. I don't know if he does silver ones quite yet for Adidas, but he does do um, custom pairs if needed for other brands outside of Nike and Jordan. So go and have a look at that. Um, and now following on from this kind of a segment that we're going to keep going with um, after last week, um, we had a lot of good feedback about the the kind of the steal of the week and kind of looking at sales picks going forward. So from now on, we've kind of spoken quite a lot today, actually, um, un- unintentionally, about um, kind of the state of sneakers and that. So we're going to introduce a new segment um, that we're going to call Steel of the Week. Steel of the Week. Um, which we are going to pick a shoe that we have found in the sales that we think is an absolute bargain. Um, so this week it's going to be me. Um, so I'm going to have a look for um, a shoe. And I, I found one. Um, it was quite easy. There's a lot of good stuff, to be honest, um, out there. Um, it really is. I mean, we found loads. I mean, we found like, what, 10 plus pairs last week. So I tried to find something that was a bit different to those. Um, but the pair that I'm going for, and I'm sure you'll be a big advocate of this, as quite a few others will. My steal of the week is the Adidas times Sean Wotherspoon times Atmos super turf adventure this is currently sat on end clothing in a full size run for 49 pounds madness that is a <laughs> bargain um and the reason that is a bargain is because every single person that picks up the super turf ultra um the adventure sorry not ultra it should be ultra but um the ultra. super turf adventure um the super turf ultra adventure um has said how good it is people are picking up like people picked up the disney pair because it was there and people like disney and now there are people picking up the hot wheels pair because they look good and this pair flew under the radar massively even sean didn't really promote this shoe as much as he would as he should have in my opinion it's an atmos collab as well colorway is absolutely lovely um 
it's kind of nice dark black gray hits of orange corduroy nice materials i just it's a brilliant shoe um take that bloody shroud off the tongue um your little bag that you can hang around your neck but for 49 quid this is a no-brainer really i just if you are looking for a new ish pair of shoes a hyped collab anything along those lines this has got to be on the list for 49 quid absolute no-brainer i completely agree um i couldn't have picked a better one um if i'd have tried in all honesty um i have the disney version of the super turf adventures they are comfy they are like hard wearing because of the materials they're made out of i know there's a bit of corduroy on mine but still the and the same with the atmos one they've got a bit of corduroy on there but still they're really hard wearing um even little things like the the sole and uh, the outsole on them has got like a quick release mud like system on the sole so oh, cool. and i was like what do you mean so it's basically like you stamp your foot and everything drops out of the bottom of the shoe nice like all the mud it's very clever um Another added bonus with the Atmos version, you don't just get one little pouch that goes on the front of the shoe that you can take off. You get two with the Atmos version. Oh, dear. Um, there we go. Yes. Whereas with the Disney version, you only got one. Um, but enough. it's it's an absolutely beautiful shoe. I couldn't agree more. I'm loving the Hot Wheels version that he's just released that's got the colour-changing panels on it. Yeah. Um, the light-reactive panels. I just think... Sean's stuff with Adidas, people will bash because it's not the 97 one. Yeah. And for me, everything that he has released so far with Adidas has been brilliant. I've yeah. liked every single shoe that he's released. The EQT is brilliant. The ZX um, 8000 is fantastic. I absolutely mm -hmm. love that shoe. Agrees. I love both of the Super Turfs, um, all three of them, in fact, that he's released have been fantastic. I even love the Superstars, which again was a steal. Um, that was a sale pickup for myself that I got for around 50 quid. And there you go. They are also still sat on end in a pretty big size run for around the same price of £50. Yeah. It's so you can, buy, you can buy a pair of Sean Wotherspoon trainers for 50 quid. And you can take your pick on what kind of style you'd want. Yeah. and That's and it, amazing. You know, people will say, oh, they're in the sale for a reason. I, I genuinely, the reason being is because people uh, are very, people always go, well, it's not as good as the 97 one. I know it's not as good as the 97 one. That is a special, arguably a generational shoe. Like that is, that holds a very high place amongst all shoes, not just um, in Short Motherspoon's um, catalogue. But yeah, it's a great shoe. Anybody that owns um a super turf adventure raves about them so yeah for me this is a bit of a no-brainer i think it great shoe great colorway this is in my opinion this is the the best and most wearable colorway of that shoe yet um other than the jiminy cricket hat which obviously didn't release that was a mwah, chef's kiss colorway um but yes i, I think that, i do um, is I, it I do wonder if we'll ever get that that jiminy's I really hope so I because i know it was I friends and family that. and he gave it away at complex con didn't he um he had like a stall yeah. and it was kind of like if you came up and you know what i mean if you wanted to buy a pair you could buy that pair but only there um yeah. 
I wonder if we will see it one day. You never know. Yeah, I'd hope so. I'd hope so. But we'll see. We'll see. But yes, that is the that is my steal of the week. And in true double dot fashion, um, because even with Matt here, um, we would be remiss if we didn't have a game to close out this episode. Um, So while it's always been me that has taken on the higher or lower game this week, I'm in control and Ryan is going to be the one taking on the higher or lower. Ooh, ah. Um, and seeing as Ryan is a big fan, clearly, of New Balance, if you hadn't noticed from everything he's spoken about in this episode, um, his shoe of the year last year was the 2002 R. Saleh Bembry. So this version of higher or lower is all about the 2002 Oh, so we're going to start off. We're going to start off. You know how this game goes by now. I, I, sh- I guess I should explain. I'll give Ryan a shoe from a 2002 R colorway collaboration and give him the last sold price. This last sold price will be a US men's 12. I my size. Um, and so that he probably hasn't looked at them in the last kind of few hours and knows all the answers. Port um, size. <laughs> yes 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 i'm fully aware um so yes we will go with the last surprise and all he has to do is tell me if the next shoe is higher or lower than the previous so we're going to start off with the 2002 r it is the atmos gray rat collaboration <gasps> this is a beautiful shoe um the Panels have little wrap footprints up the side. It has kind of that long haired effect, um, kind of like a little rat hair with lovely leather and suede. Absolutely beautiful collaboration um, on the 2002R. The last sold price for this shoe that released in May 2022 is £160. Is it? That is it in a size, and I will tell you, in a men's size 12, normally prices are a little bit higher than the others, so I don't that know what is... it'd be like in others. Wow, that is a, an absolute so bargain are. at that but price. the show I'm going to put it up against um, is, and I feel like I, I thought I'd ease you in quite nicely on the first one, just to kind of get you into the swing of things. Um, 2002R, Year of the Ox, February 2021 release. Question is... Higher or lower than the Atmos Grey Rat? Uh, I'm going to say Bearing in mind higher. the year of the Ox was a GR release. Obviously, they do yeah. it each year, but no, yeah. It was a GR release, um, but that's a bloody nice shoot, that year of the Ox. It is. Very nice. Shoe. I've come back to that a lot and been like, ooh, this could be one I need to pick up. I'm going to say it's it's higher. Um just because I feel like that colorway was quite beloved after the fact when it when it released, so I'm gonna say it's higher. But I'm I'm gonna almost guarantee that I'm fucking wrong. <laughs> higher than the higher than an Atmos collaboration on a 2002R. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it is. Uh, I mean, I nearly picked up this shoe in the sale. 
Um, the year really? of the ox, yeah, for a solid 60 quid. Didn't do it, didn't pull the trigger. Should have done because this shoe last sold for 272 pounds. Um, so Whoa. yes, the GR 2002R is considerably more than the Atmos Grey Rat. So yes, 272 pounds for the year of the ox. Um, so the question is the next shoe, the 2002R up there backyard legends released this oh. year arguably again a lot of people shoe of the year people are saying there has not been a better new belt released especially on the 2002r question is higher or lower than the year of the ox well, as you probably heard from that noise when you mentioned that shoe <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful absolutely like, stunning. stunningly beautiful green and purple can you go wrong it's i mean fantastic what? absolutely beautiful. fantastic shoe Nailed it. Um, higher than 272. I'm going to say it's lower, but I think it should be higher. But uh, no, maybe not. <laughs> mm, best collaboration of the 2002R, arguably, this year. I'm going to say, yeah, good. yeah, I'll say higher. Higher? Up there, yeah. Backyard's Legend. What a shoe. Details, accessories, fantastic. Um, that shoe last sold in my size for £263. It is lower oh. than it is lower than a GR 2002R. That's crazy. That's crazy. Insane. Insane. Um, yeah, madness. Um, so we're going to go back to the UK um, with a collaboration on the 2002R with The Basement. Ooh. We are going with the grey colorway in this Ooh. instance um i don't know if the gray colorway actually properly released i know the olive and the no. green did i don't know if the gray ever did so it's a bit of a myth of a shoe to be honest so uh yeah 263 quid higher or lower on at the basement uh, it's a hundred percent higher it has to be i mean the green one and the brown one i would say considerably lower because yeah. i've been looking at the brown pair <laughs> It's yeah. been it's been staring at me, um, but pair. that grey pair, like you say, I think it was only released to like basement members, whereas the other two went on general release afterwards. Uh, but I may be wrong. Someone will message me and be like, "No, you're wrong." <laughs> it better not be Fabio because well, there, be there isn't <laughs> there isn't much information. I will say, but um, the basement. Um, 2002R in the grey colourway, higher or lower than £263. It is lower. £259. Last oh, year. I mean, there's not much in that. There's not. But I mean, <laughs> this is for a shoe that was essentially impossible to get hold of. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. These are really hyped colourways of a model that is incredibly hyped, and yet the prices aren't too bad. Um, but We'll move on to number five. Um, and this is the 2002R, the S-Sense exclusive Corduroy, released March 2022. Oh, my word. That shoe is phenomenal. Um, I, I was have not so seen... frustrated. Sorry, it never continue. released. I'm so, I'm so annoyed that it never released over here. Um, I have not seen one person who doesn't like that shoe. Agreed. In all honesty, yeah. Every, any person you mention that shoe to goes, oh my God, 
It is beautiful. The materials mm. used, everything. It's just perfect. But I know for a fact the the resale price on that is astronomically high. Yeah. Um, it might not be the case in your size, though, as we are learning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the base, the basement, yeah, basement pair was two hundred and fifty nine quid. So the question is, is this higher or lower? It's got to be higher. It's got to be over three hundred. It's got to be. And you would be correct. It is come. It last sold at three hundred and thirty pounds. Um, which, yeah, it, I mean, it's it's a phenomenal shin again. One that is just absolutely impossible to get hold of over here. Well, I think. We've, I know you've said this before when you've played this game. When you look at, say, £330 for that 2002R, and then you look at some of the Jordan releases from, say, the past year or couple of years mm-hmm. that are on there, in all honesty, on places like StockX, you know what I mean? You're getting a pretty basic Jordan for a similar price to that. Yeah. Whereas... Yeah that is like almost a bespoke shoe the way it yeah, looks it's and the way it's been shoe. made it's a very it's special very shoe. special and it, it's mad to think that you know what i mean like you said for 259 quid of like the last one we were looking at um you know what i mean that's that's a jordan 4 base price on StockX, mm. which yes. is madness yes. which is absolute madness yeah, but yeah, yeah it, insane absolutely insane um now normally um, five shoes is the rotation, um, and that's it. End of story. But um, I'm in charge today, Matt. So I'm picking a sixth. And Whoa! <laughs> he won't. He won't be happy. Um, oh no! Of course he won't. Um, but I'm going to put the 2002R, the Essence, um, 330 quid, and it is going to go up against your baby, your child. The 2002R Salehe Bembry Water Be The Guide. Now, the question is, is the Bembry higher or lower than the Essence? 330 quid. It's it's lower. Um, I hate to say it. It should be higher. I imagine it will go higher in the future. Um, but yeah, it's, it's lower, unfortunately. If it was the orange one, Nothing would get anywhere near it because it's about 900 quid. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. the blue one, you're probably looking around the 270 mark-ish. I, I picked mine up below retail on eBay. You did. You did. Um, quite easily and could do for a long time. I would call you Mystic Meg, but unfortunately, the price has already skyrocketed up. Um, oh. The last sale price was 345 quid. More than really? Yes, I was very surprised wow. when I saw that. But there we are. So the Salehe Bembry has shot up in price. Yeah. Um, gone About up time too. <laughs> I, I would agree. I The the, re, the resale price did not um, reflect how good that shoe is. Um, not yeah. in the slightest. Um, but yeah, so there we are. So I think out of that, you've got two out of six correct. So, um, I mean, it's not too bad. Not too Sounds bad. about right, knowing my luck on these bloody games we used to. Well, just you. you today. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, just me. Just me. But there we are. But, um, yeah, but that, that does bring us to the end. That brings us to the end of um, an episode, yeah, run by Maniacs, essentially. So uh, we'll wrap it up there. Um, and just thank you for listening to the Doubled Up podcast. Um, I am Scott uh, at underscore sneaker teacher. And Ryan, where can they find you? I am Ryan, RJOF. You can find me at RJOF 
on Instagram. And I would like to wish Matt um, all the best luck in the world with his mangled leg. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do genuinely hope it heals quite quickly for him and he can get back on this podcast um, and talking well. I think he's a very lucky boy. Um, me and we Scott say, we say that, that. <laughs> obviously he's he's literally snapped his leg in half and the bone came through the skin but yes a very lucky boy a very lucky boy it could have been a lot lot worse than what it actually is um, so praise be to whoever for that for looking after yeah. Matt there um, but yeah hopefully he will be back sooner rather than later um, yes. to, an- I, to annoy us all further <laughs> I'm sure um, he'll be laid up for a little bit and all he will be doing is sat waiting to record a podcast next week. So, uh, And if he turns around and goes, I'm busy, um, I'm going to have words because he's not going to be moving anywhere. So, uh, yes, no, we do we do send uh, all of our wishes to Matt and um, I hope you all do too because, yes, um, not, the, not the nicest of injuries, but, um, yeah. yes, on that note. There may, be, um, there may be some new games when Matt returns. <laughs> lots of them. He'll be sad brainstorming. He'll be thinking. But, yeah, on that note, oh, let's go. Will. But, yes, um, yeah, on that note, um, we will say... Thank you for listening to the Double Up Podcast and we shall see you next week. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you very much. See ya.